We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, in the 17th chapter of Luke, I think we've talked about this in one of the other sessions, but I want to bring it in here because this is the context of that teaching. When Jesus was talking about that forgiveness, forgive your brother seven times in a day if he repent and come to you, forgive him, then that's when the apostles said unto the Lord, Lord, increase our faith. See, they recognized immediately that we're going to have to do this by faith. Now, you know why you have to do things by faith sometimes? Because you don't want to do them. And because it looks like it's impossible to do. You see, you can do things by faith you can't do any other way. So the apostle said, Lord, if we're going to forgive a man that many times in one day, we're going to have to have more faith. Now let me show you what they're talking about and what Jesus was talking about. He said, if you have faith as a seed, then you would say to the sycamine tree. Now the sycamine tree to them might have been unforgiveness. See, the obstacle that was hindering them could have been unforgiveness. So he said, say to unforgiveness, be plucked up, be planted in the sea, and Jesus said, it would obey you. The unforgiveness would obey you. It would be gone. But now you know what most people say? They say, oh, unforgiveness, you grow every day. I'll never be able to forgive them. Have you ever said this? You just don't know what so-and-so did to me. I just can't forgive them. I know I ought to, but I just can't. Hey, man, you can't afford not to. Now, you know why you can't forgive them? It's because you said that for 29 years. If you'll use your faith the way Jesus said, if you have faith as a seed, you say, you take your faith and say, thank God I can do all things through Christ, so I'm saying in the name of Jesus that I do forgive them. I may not want to forgive them. I may wish I didn't forgive them. But I've made a decision to do what the Word says, and I do forgive them. Now, somebody said, well, now, you've got to forgive and forget. If you haven't forgotten, you haven't forgiven. Well, now, that doesn't hold water either. Because, you see, the harder you try to forget something, the more you remember it. You ever tried to forget something? (laughs) It just establishes it in your mind. Now, I was in a business deal that I got in some problems there. It cost me a lot of money. Now, because the individual didn't do business like I did. Now, I've forgiven the man all right, but I don't want to forget it, not because I hold it against him, but because I don't want to get in business with him again. Now, what am I saying? No, I don't have any hostility. We're good friends today. But you see, if I forget that, I might go back in business with him. I don't want to do that. So you see, I cannot have any animosity in my heart. I can use my faith and forgive an individual. Now, if you make a decision to do that, you can stop unforgiveness. And Jesus tells you how to do that. Now, we're here in Matthew, the 18th chapter. Let's go on with this. Verse 22, Jesus said unto them, I say unto you, not until seven times, but until seventy times seven, therefore the kingdom of heaven is like unto a certain king, which would take account of his servants. Now, listen to this closely, because here's where the hair-raising story comes, and Jesus is telling it himself. He's not just making up things to fill in the pages of the Bible. He's telling you how it is. 
It's not this way just because Jesus said it. But Jesus said this because this is the way it is. Now listen to it. When he had begun to reckon, one was brought unto him which owed him 10,000 talents. Now, in one translation I had, it said about $10 million. That's a pretty good sum. But for as much as he had not to pay, his Lord commanded him to be sold, his wife, his children, and all that they had in payment to be made. See, in those days, they'd just sell you as a slave to pay your bills. The servant therefore fell down and worshipped him, saying, Lord, have patience with me, I will pay thee all. Then the Lord of that servant was moved with compassion, loosed him, and forgave him the debt. Now understand what he said. I have forgiven you the debt. The debt does not exist. Now, let's proceed. But the same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants, which owed him a hundred pence. Now, there's one translation said about $17. And he laid hands on him and took him by the throat, saying, Pay me that that thou owest. And his fellow servant fell down at his feet, and besought him, saying, Have patience with me, and I will pay thee all. And he would not, but went and cast him into prison, till he should pay the debt. So when the fellow servant saw what was done, they were sorry, and came and told unto the Lord all that was done. Then his Lord, after that he had called him, said unto him, O thou wicked servant, I forgave thee all that debt. Notice the phrase, all your debt, because thou desiredest me. Shouldest not thou also have compassion on thy fellow servant, even as I had pity on thee? And his Lord was wroth, and delivered him to the tormentors, till he should pay all that was due unto him. Now, it sounds like contradiction, doesn't it? Twice he has said, the debt is forgiven. I forgave you all the debt. Now someone said, yes, but because he didn't forgive, he put the man in prison until he paid the $10 million. No, that is not what he is referring to. He does not owe the $10 million. The $10 million debt is already forgiven. What he owes is forgiveness toward his brother like he received forgiveness from his Lord. And he didn't give it. So he was delivered to the tormentor until he should pay all that was due. He was to forgive as he had been forgiven. Now do you understand what I'm saying? The $10 million debt was already forgiven. He was not holding him in prison to pay the $10 million. What he owed was the same compassion toward his brother that the Lord had had compassion on him. And because he would not forgive his brother, he was delivered to the tormentor. Now do any of you have any idea who the tormentor is? <laughs> well, let's read a little further. So likewise shall my heavenly Father do also unto you, if you from your hearts forgive not every one his brother their trespasses. Now I told you your hair may stand up like mine. Now if that won't get your attention, Mac, how many of you know that Jesus was a prophet? He has prophesied here that you'll be turned over to the tormentor turned over to the devil. 
legal game for the devil. Open season on you. Now think about that for a minute. This is what Jesus said, So shall my heavenly Father do also unto you. He'll turn you over to the tormentor. Somebody said, well, why would God do that? He has no other choice. His word is out. He said, if you don't forgive, neither will your heavenly Father forgive you. So when you don't forgive, you can't get forgiven. Now, see, if you were perfect, you might get by with that. But because you're not perfect, the very fact that you won't forgive proves you're not perfect. So you're in a bad situation here. He said he'll turn you over to the tormentor. Now, God has no other choice. You're open game to the devil. What you've done, you've got over in the devil's territory. And the devil walks in on the deal, and he'll torment you, and he'll cause you problems, and all your praying and all your crying will not deliver you until you have paid all that was due. Now, what is due that must be paid is forgiveness. You must forgive even as you have been forgiven. Now, remember the prayer that Jesus prayed. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Now, what's he saying? If you don't forgive, the Father won't forgive. He can't. Now, someone said, yes, but you know, the Bible says that if we confess our sins, He is faithful and He is just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Yes, I know the Bible says that. Well, He says He's faithful and just to forgive us our sin. So, someone said, well, if I confess my sin of unforgiveness, then God will have to forgive me. No, He doesn't have to forgive you. In fact, He can't forgive you. Did you notice He said He is faithful and just Now, if he forgave you of unforgiveness while you're still in unforgiveness, he would not be just because he said, you must forgive or the Heavenly Father won't forgive. So he would be unjust if he forgave you before you forgave the other individual. Now, you see what I'm talking about? Now, there are many Christians that are experiencing tragedy, calamity, hurt, harm, trouble. I mean, it seems like the devil just camps at their house because they have allowed unforgiveness to rule over them. And they are open game to the devil. I mean, God had no choice but to allow these things. See, you get into that situation where somebody said, well, why did God allow all that to happen to Job? Job walked in fear. He opened the door to the devil. God has no choice when his word is out. You get over in the devil's territory. Then you've got problems. So when it says he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, he must be just in doing that. God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I'll remind you this is the last day for CD offer number 7114. It's entitled, Unforgiveness, a Thief of Faith. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. Unforgiveness, a Thief of Faith. You know, the Apostle Paul said, Holding the mystery of faith in a pure conscience. 
In other words, if you don't have a pure conscience, your heart will condemn you. And John tells us, if we know that he heareth us, we know that we have the petition we desired of him. But if your heart condemns you, you feel like God didn't hear you, and you don't have any faith in your prayer. So unforgiveness, if you have unforgiveness against someone, you don't have much faith, if any faith, that God will hear you because in Luke 17, Jesus said, If ye brother trespass against thee seven times in a day, and repent, thou shalt forgive him. The apostle said, Lord, increase our faith. Jesus said, If you had faith as a mustard seed, you might say unto this sycamine tree, Be plucked up by the root, be planted in the sea, and it should obey you. Now, the sycamine tree in this context is concerning unforgiveness. You say to it, You'll never hinder me again as long as I live. And he said, It would obey you. Now, the scripture tells us you can have what you say if you believe and doubt not in your heart. So if you say in the name of Jesus, I forgive, I may not want to forgive, may wish to God didn't have to forgive, but I see in the scripture where if I don't forgive, I can't be forgiven, Mark eleven twenty five. then I make a decision to forgive. It's based on the authority of the word of God. And when you do that, then you'll have a pure conscience and you can believe that God heard you and whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe you receive them. You need this single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, a total of $11. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted. And yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.